welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, girls. Hi, So We have just had a bit of a coronation rant. Well, I I, got, <laughs> I probably have <laughs> maybe to get a little bit too far. Um, we, we're actually pre-recording this because Stevie uh, is in Singapore, but she's flying home tomorrow. She is. Yay! She's coming back to us finally. Coming back. 60 whole days without me, girls. How have you coped? I know. Literally, I... I had visuals of coming through L your front door, like, and just a massive group hug. I can't wait for that. Oh, no, don't. Don't get me started. There's been enough tears in the last 60 days as there is. I don't want it anymore. But I will cry <laughs> on you both. What celebratory meal are we having? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's got to be a Nando's, hasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, is there really a discussion here to be had? Very good point. Very good point. And will Jade end up calling in a massive hissy fit, asking for sauces and then going mad at them because they haven't included sauces again? Do you know what? It's a running joke, but it infuriates me. Why? What is this? It's like <laughs> sauce Russians. What, what, what world do we live in where where people are so precious over their sachets of sauce. It, it makes me so mad. There's no wonder people steal those big glass bottles out of Nando's. Do people actually do that? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's definitely a thing. And um, I don't know if I could, I should be admitting this, but when I was at university, so I am going back like 10, 12 years now, um, we used to steal the chickens, you know, the ones that they used to put what? in your table. <laughs> no, no, oh. you know the ones, not the actual chickens, you know, the big... <laughs> Is that how are you getting into the kitchen? And no, you- bloody hell, Steve. That's a bit dark. <laughs> no, no, the ones that they put on your table, and then they always come over and say, "Are you? Is everything okay?" Oh, yeah. While you've got a mouthful of food, we used to. Yeah, it, it used to be a bit of a a bit of a challenge. See who could have as many chickens um, in their room. Yeah, really? sorry, Nando's. I'll bring them back. Well, this is Nando's getting their own back because they're like, Stevie is in that group that keep asking for more sauces. So we're going to give one sachet. Yes. Sorry, Jade. Ruined it for you. <laughs> I think I might drive there on the way. and I'm going to say, excuse me, guys, just to let you know, we're going to be ordering a takeaway from you in the next half an hour. However, I'm coming here now to collect my sauces. I might do that. Please. Um, I wouldn't you. put it past you. <laughs> I am that extra person. I Sorry, but girls, a meal is, I'm a sauce person. I eat food just for the sauces. Like, I don't think about the food that I want. I think about the sauce that I want. And then I'm like, what food can I pair with that? You know what I mean? So sauce is a big deal for me. When I don't have sauce, it just ruins. What's the bloody point? What's the point? Jade, you know you like your spicy sauces as well. So um, obviously I'm in Singapore. And um, there's a dish called mala, which is um, a Chinese-inspired dish. But it is so spicy the whole point of it is that after you've eaten it you have like a numbing tingling sensation in your mouth honestly I tried it once and I like had the most like cautious little sip 
And then the next time I tried it, it was in a hot pot. So basically you put your vegetables in the mala soup, you dip all your meats in it to cook it in the soup and then you obviously eat it. My God, it nearly blew my mind. Like I was like, okay, I don't think I like mala. And even the people I were with who like, I used to spice were like, whoa, that is so hot. So if you ever get the opportunity, oh try it, but be prepared for like a proper numb mouth after. Like it was almost like there was fire going back up the back of my throat, coming out my nose. It was so hot. Oh, I had a lovely day. I don't get it. I, 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 um, I was on Bermondsey Street and there is like the most amazing Vietnamese uh, restaurant uh, just on the end of the, end of the road. And just such good flavor like oh yeah I, I was jade what's eating. it called it's not the it's well, not the place that we go not is it and yeah. Yeah, yeah so good so good well from spicy food to it's not very a spicy relationship we've got a relationship dilemma in here and um we're gonna dig into that obviously as you know with our opinions but before we get there Steve is one of the week. Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. I couldn't keep myself (laughs) going through that one. At least it's the last virtual uh, Steve's word of the week. (laughs) Yes. Also, if anyone is listening that listens to last week's episode, we are so sorry. I'm not sure what happened, but the edited version that we all listened to and checked over i don't know how but one that went up had a bit of an overlap so i do apologize if uh, you got a little bit of a earful should i say hopefully that that well that episode has been resolved now so if you want to go back and listen to it without i mean it was literally about 30 seconds of conversation but it you know it makes a difference so apologies for that this week is your last virtual week thank god for a little while yes thank the lord oh my god this virtual stuff virtual life isn't it for us oh i'm sure it's made me gray i mean you can't tell because my hair is so white but i'm sure it's made me gray have you found stevie's face girls are you finding gray hairs my first gray hair yeah honestly and anyone who knows me knows how fine my hair is, right? It's so fine. Like clips don't even stay in my hair. They slide out because my hair is like so soft. It doesn't curl. It doesn't do anything. I have one gray hair. And the reason I can see it is because it's like a fucking wire coming out of the top oh. of my head. I'm like, how are you thick and wiry and everything else is so smooth? Like I'm, I'm horrified. Did you pull it out? <laughs> No, I've still got it because I'm going to get my hair done um, the Saturday I'm back. So I'm going to be like, Zoe, save my life, diet, do what you can with it. Because I heard if you pull them out, 10 grow back. I know. I've heard that as well. I'm not sure if that's a bit of a myth, but... It's got to be a myth. It's got to be a myth, surely. Because if it's not, I'm going to be pulling them out because I would love more hair and I would love it to be thicker. (laughs) If I've got to dye it because it's grey, I don't care. (laughs) Visuals of you with a grey, like a white grey bob and I'm liking it. Like, I think you would look banging with with your hair cut as it is, with your bob. And everything's just like grey slash white. I think you would look like a fucking superhero. And in a oh, great, I actually love getting? the colour. It's more just the texture. You know, when it, it looks a bit 
dry. I mean, I'm sure Stevie's would look phenomenal, but that's the only thing that I, otherwise I'd just like, uh, would I be graceful? No, I fucking wouldn't. Would I have got four packs of someone else's hair in my head? And there's me uh-huh. thinking that I'm going to let myself go grey. Sorry, what? <laughs> fucking extensions coming oh, out of me, his lashes on and 10 fucking inches of makeup. And I'm like, I'd let my grey hair go. Would I fuck? <laughs> See, me but you would look great, hand, Steve. <laughs> I 100% would because I'm so lazy. I'm like, listen, if it's less effort, I'm just going to embrace it. I feel you. I feel you. I do feel like, to be fair, I do have my days. Like today, I've got tan, I've got makeup, and I've actually washed my hair. Before that, I hadn't washed my hair in eight days. And I hadn't worn makeup in days. Well, because of the extensions, you can get away with it. Like I could never do that with my own hair. But because most of my hair is like extension hair, you just don't notice the grease as much. But today, I put makeup on, and I was like, you're a whole different person. You have been you have been quite something for the last week and it was time. It was time to come back to myself. So oh, I feel you. You're if I could get away with a lazy life. Aren't I just at the minute? Eight days. Oh my I God. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I know. I mean, the last two were a like slick back ponytail to my head and then the ponytail just looked great. And my, my, the front bit looked like a greasy slicked mess, but you do what you got to do, don't you? Well, the thing, right, can you see my hair? Like, it looks so much darker than it is because it's actually really greasy. But I washed it yesterday and I I was like, can I get away with it today? I absolutely can't. But because of the heat, I'm just like, it's so humid here. Yeah. I'm just constantly wet (laughs) because of sweat. Like, today it was 34, but it feels like 42. Like, it is so god it's unbelievable i can't even remember that sort of heat like i can't even remember that feeling honestly it's amazing feels like a a distant memory doesn't it like spring comes around you're like oh my god is that mildly warm air (laughs) it's so true my mum's picking me up from the airport tomorrow and she was like i said to her like is it cold and she was like it is freezing still i am bringing your coat with me and i was thinking oh my god i have not gone out with a coat like anything with sleeves like my legs haven't been covered for like two months I'm gonna be in so much shock <laughs> oh, yeah um, you're in for fun. a surprise mm-hmm. it's, I mean it's better like it's better than it was when you left but um it's, oh yeah 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 uh yeah you better pop those jeans back on honey right girls so this word of the week it's more like a phrase so do you know where the phrase piss poor comes from? Oh, I think no. I do, but I'm going to, I'm going to chuck it out there. I think it's from back in the day. I've got two things in my head. Okay. Back in the day at the Globe Theatre, you would be, uh, you, you could go and watch a show for a penny and you could stand in the groundling area, which was basically in the middle, exposed to the weather because it's it has a circular roof. Um, but any of the patrons that were paying patrons that were in the balconies, they all had a pot and they would be able to empty their pot, if it got full, over into the groundlings. So I'm presuming that they were covered in piss and chip. Uh, but they had paid for the privilege to watch theatre in the groundling area, or oh, I can't remember if it was free. Anyway, I is it something to do with like that? So that it's sounds not... like you know the phrase they don't have a pot to piss in. Yeah, 
that well, I'm going like to come that. on to that. Oh, we've rumbled it. We're, we're this warm. is like we a double it. whammy. <laughs> so you're along the right lines, but that's not it. Okay, okay. Tell us. Oh, or Elle, have you got a guess? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go for, was there something like in the olden days, the poorest people would like take out the piss and smell the piss? No. Oh. So <laughs> the phrase no. comes from the fact that urine was used to tan like leather and cow hides so what the poor families would do is they would all we in a pot take it to the tannery and sell it to the tanner so that they could dye the hides that is i'm sorry but if we did that in these days i'd be a millionaire with all my piss (laughs) line up line up i've got bottles hang on a minute this must mean you must pee every 10 minutes yes yes but i'm rich fucking hell bring back the old days (laughs) so the phrase not got a pot to piss in is because families were so poor that they couldn't even afford a pot to piss in to take to the Uh, tanner to get the money. So there you go. Oh, I mean, it's terrible, but I love that one. How interesting. How cool is that? Bloody love knowing where these phrases come from. Well, also, we, you know, just off of Bermondsey Street, there's Tanner Street where there was the big tannery. Yes. My dad always used to say, whenever you used to go down Tanner Street, it stunk down there. Um, because of because of the the pots with piss in, I presume. Oh my god! Oh, there you go. It's all fitting together. Seems very relevant now that the king's getting crowned. That we talk about the poor. <laughs> Seems very on theme. Thank you, Steve. Bringing it back to the the good old roots. Girls, what is this week's topic on? Because I have been busy packing. I have no clue what we're doing this week. (laughs) Well, we've got a relationship dilemma that's come in and we haven't put a title to it yet because I've scanned over it, but I haven't really got into it. So anyway, I think the best thing to do is let's read the dilemma and let's see what we have on our hands. Great. On with the dilemma. Hi, long story short, ladies. About five years ago, I was coming out of a messy relationship which had stripped me of all of my confidence and I was pretty miserable. I met a guy at work and instantly felt attracted to him. We had lots of banter, the chemistry was intense and before I knew it, I was swept up in a heated romance. We dated for about a year and a half but it never felt super serious. We never saw other people but I didn't really know where I stood with him. We argued and bickered and then the next minute we were fine, going out for drinks and back to bantering with each other. The bickering continued, we would press each other's buttons and I felt so overwhelmed by it all so I called it quits and said no more. We both dated other people but somehow always managed to find our way back to each other. My friends would always tell me to get over it and stop going back but I really felt like they didn't understand the connection we had. He brought me out of a dark place and made me feel so good about myself. I hadn't seen him for just over a year and had been happily settled with my boyfriend, we've moved in together and things are great. However, I bumped into him last week in a pub and it has sent me on overdrive. I can't stop thinking about him. The chemistry is still there and I've been doubting my relationship. Is he my soulmate or are my friends right? Help. 
Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it's it is a real ones. shame because you you weren't doubting stuff until you saw him. That's so now true. you're doubting your relationship, but you wasn't until you bumped into him. Yeah, yeah. Well, and ooh, we have a girls, this reminds me of um she said soulmate, but have you guys ever heard of Twin Flame? I've you know heard what? of it, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, what? I'm the same. And someone I'm like one of my friends out here, she was like, Oh, he's my twin flame. And I met this guy and he was an absolute dick. So <laughs> like I was thinking, I don't anyway, I don't really I know. I don't what think it is, he is. He's not her. I'm like, no, he's not your twin flame. But I don't really know what it is. I thought twin flame, soulmate, pretty much the same thing if I'm being honest with you. Mm. No, well, there's like, I mean, I only know this because I've been, I've been reading a book recently and um, it, it actually touched on it. So like, this is kind of reminding me of like twin flame vibes because, so like basically a twin, a twin flame is someone who brings out the best in you by like guiding you through really tough times. So like their role is basically to come in like a fucking steam train of like emotional tur- during like a time of emotional turmoil to term oil should I say to kind of guide you back to yourself so like ways that you would identify a twin flame would be like feelings like where you feel like incredibly aligned and vibrationally like matched with that person sometimes confusing them as like a soulmate and you like you need to think about that you only like need to think about them and then like they call you get like this sense of sorry, you can sense like their thoughts and their feelings without them being like anywhere near you. So, you know, like when you can vibe with someone and they, I've had that so many times when you vibe with someone and you think, or even like friends, I'll think of a friend and then they call and like you cross paths in like really weird places. You know, it's like, well, how, how, how have I seen you right here right now? Mainly, I think like the biggest one is like, like, you know how to push each other's buttons, but they kind of, they come into your life and they shake things up when you think everything is fine. Like, you know, in life, when you have those Mm. moments, you're like, everything is good, life is good. And then boom, you bump into that person. You're like, oh my God, like they, they shake things up, which is what it sounds to me like it's happening for this girl Mm -hmm. here, like this listener here, sorry. Like your, everything seems to be fine. And then they've come in to shake things up. And I think something I was reading in the book is that like the the purpose of a twin flame is for someone like someone to come into your life and to kind of shake things up and maybe teach you some lessons that what what did it say let me grab my book hold on it said okay so like from my understanding from the book is like a twin flame is somebody who comes into your life you've got this magnetism towards them like this whether it's chemistry or whether it's you know I I think it doesn't have to necessarily be like a a romantic relationship it can be like a friendship relationship as well but the idea of them coming into your life is so that they kind of shake things up they make you question things and overall like they they make you kind of learn whatever whatever lesson you need to kind of learn or whatever things you need to kind of grow from they're there to kind of facilitate that but it isn't somebody that you're necessarily meant to have in your life as like your soul, like different from a soulmate. It's somebody that you, you have this connection with, but it's like, you're supposed to learn from it as opposed to like settle and be comfortable. I think a soulmate is more like somebody that you're completely aligned with that you, you, you don't necessarily have this tumultuous relationship 
with. That's from my understanding anyway, but that's mm. what I feel like this person has that in their life is it, I don't think this is a soulmate. I think otherwise you wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, you can all have bickering arguments and, and things like that, but pushing each other's buttons is a different, yeah. is like purposefully pushing each other's buttons. I don't think is somebody that, that, I don't know, it seems like a bit of a game, doesn't Almost it? Almost feels a little bit toxic. It's like, you know, these situations, and I've never really known how to, de- to describe it before, but maybe it is that twin flame thing where things are so magnetic that you think that it's this amazing thing and they have to be your soulmate and they have to be this because of X, Y, Z. But actually it feels quite unsafe, whereas like a true soulmate is safe, it's comfortable. And I don't mean in the bad way. I mean, comfortable in the like happy, this is where it's meant to be. I feel safe. I feel like in this situation, even though, you know, you obviously had an intense connection and it was amazing at points. It's like you say, if it was that great, you'd still be together. But I think like when people say, I know how to push their buttons, I never see that as a positive thing. Like I could probably say, yeah, I know how to push Tom's buttons, but maybe I don't really know because we've never gone out to look to push each other's buttons. Like I know what would annoy him, but I've never tested it because I respect him too much. And I've like, we just have such a calm, safe relationship. I've been in relationships before where people have pushed mine and I've done that back. But I think that comes from a level of toxicity. Yeah, I totally I'd agree. And do you know what? I'm going to, oh, I'm going to be really controversial here. I'm calling bullshit on twin flame bollocks. I know Ooh, I don't know yeah. enough about it, but why are we labeling things as like, like if you have a great connection with someone, amazing love that but yeah um, I I don't know enough about it but it just sounds a bit too far-fetched I think for me it, it may be romantic I think that there's definitely something in it but I do think it may be romanticizes things that are like almost never going to work out like I don't know yeah. if you girls been in this position because I was trying to think have I ever had anyone like that and I, I think I've had people steamroll into my life that have completely fucking pulled the rug under the carpet But at the same time, like, if I thought of them, they didn't call. I could almost, like, predict when I'd get a text from people or different things like that. But actually, when I think of those examples, in the end, they made me feel like shit. Whereas it seems like in the description of a twin flame, it's, you know, they know how to bring out the best in you. Whereas in, in my examples that I have, that definitely isn't the case. And I think that, I don't know. I know what you're saying, Steve, because it's if it's like... They get you at your worst time when you don't know they you need it. If they completely like pull the rug under you off under your feet in the best possible way, they know all this. Then it's like, well, surely that's the dream person. But yeah. the underlying yeah, but isn't thing that is- just a great friend or a great partner? Because if we're talking about people who have got my best interests at heart, who challenge me in the best possible way, mm-hmm. who push me to look at things which maybe I can't see. That's half of my best friends. I'm not going to go out and say that they're a twin flame or or whatever. Maybe I've just not experienced it. But like you were saying, Elle, I think it, what the listener is describing sounds toxic. It's almost like you are trying to romanticize your relationship with this guy and make up an excuse as to why it didn't work. Like, yeah. he's my twin yeah. flame. Like, Yeah, it's where does oh. like lust come? I think you're right about this romanticizing, yes, yeah. this Hollywood effect that we have. Like, I keep, I'm drawn, I mean... 
let I, I definitely think I've experienced relationships where I'm like drawn back to a person, but I, and my God, I look back and I slap myself in the forehead and I'm like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like I got swept up in it, in the lust, in the chemistry, in this magnetism, like you say, this romanticism of it. I've definitely had experiences like that before. And overall I was meant to learn something. So now I can look back at it and be like, that was that lesson and oh my god I definitely had friends being like Jade what are you doing like stop stop like what are you doing this is not this is not right like this is run right <laughs> this is not a normal yeah. relationship and I'm like yeah you don't get like, like you don't get the connection like it's it's like it's literally magnetism when I'm near them or blah 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 blah, blah. and they're like yeah great but like that doesn't last that's not a long lasting mm. that's not that's gonna, the thing it's that's almost not gonna like suffice. Yeah, it's almost like it's good. Uh, well, uh, it's like here for a short time, not a long time. That sort of yeah, thing, like yeah, that yeah. that quick thrill, that two month whirlwind where you think, oh my god, my feet haven't touched the floor. But it's not sustainable. It's not probably the greatest relationship ever, and you're not going to end up married and living a great life ten years down the line. What I, I would say to our listener is, if you're now questioning your relationship. Maybe something wasn't as great in your relationship Yeah, that somebody can come along and make your head turn that quick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But then is it just this individual person that, that like maybe you have romanticised them? You know, like, what did she say? She said that, um, you, like, they brought you out of a dark place. You'd come out of a relationship, did it say? You'd come out of a relationship. you came out of a messy relationship and your confidence was low so like this person has come in rocked things up made made you feel amazing about yourself and obviously like that growth there and then you probably attached them to it you've attached them to this feeling like growth and development and confidence building and maybe you are grateful to them for that but I think you maybe need to see the where the line was drawn and been like that was what I needed at that time. But coming away from it, you know, all of the negative things are a byproduct of that, which meant that it wasn't something that was going to be sustainable. Like you said, Steve, this is, you've probably, maybe I think that she may have attached all of these feelings of positivity to that relationship. And all of a sudden this person, you've seen them in the pub or wherever you met, and you're like, all of that's come flooding back to you. I think it's so easy, girls, isn't it, to forgive and forget all of the shit stuff when you're in a better place. But in the time, like, if you were in a shit place right now, you'd probably maybe seen him and been like, you're a fucking arsehole, you know, but you're in a good place. Like it said, Twin Flames come in at, at the best time when you think you've got your shit sorted. And I think you're probably in your most forgiving state that you've maybe forgotten about the shit stuff. I think you have to be really careful and tread really carefully and, and, you know, like, remember those shit times in the nicest way, just to help your brain remember that there was two sides to that relationship. And it wasn't, it wasn't all the wonderful things that's now making you think that you want to jump ship. Eee, danger. Yeah. And also think about your lovely, loyal boyfriend who mm. you're meant to be. You've moved in with. Yeah. For God's sake. Don't like, listen, I know we always have, moments of like weakness or doubts or whatever I get that I'm not saying you're a terrible person for doing it but I just think yeah you've got to be really careful here Mm. yeah (laughs) also I think when you say like you can't stop thinking about him I wonder if it is that or 
like you know when you're you can move on and be really happy and then you see that your ex has got a new girlfriend I had that and now I could not have been more moved on from my ex I was moved on from the second it was done I couldn't have cared less but you still sometimes get that feeling of like oh that's that's weird to see and it doesn't mean that you care it doesn't mean that there's still feelings there it's because someone that you once knew is now with someone else and you realize that you actually really don't know that person at all anymore and sometimes that can stir up feelings and I mean things that you feel not as in emotional feelings that you have about that person so I wonder like also if you've been in this cycle of romanticizing this person and they were so good and then they were so this first of all also what might be controversial here is I think if you're in a relationship where you're bickering a lot I don't see that as a good relationship and I know I'm coming from a point of like I we literally don't argue I could not, it's probably been a year and a half since we've had, and I'm, I mean, I'm even including like heated discussions about topics, which I don't it, say for, right, this is a weird example because we would never argue about this, but say it was the coronation and one person was pro it and one person, like we would have a proper discussion about it. We haven't even done that in years. And I know that that isn't like the norm, but I just think that sometimes people do romanticize this thing of, oh, it's so fucking amazing, but we bicker, like everyone bickers. And I just think, no, not everyone bickers. Sometimes, like, I don't want to build these wild relationship standards, but at the same time, I think we can all get into this habit of excusing things because, oh, well, it's just normal in a relationship. Well, it's not always just normal. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember if it was on a podcast, but I remember once someone saying like, well, you know, when you're on holiday and you always have an, have an argument on holiday. And I was thinking, it might've been on the podcast, like a listener. And I was thinking, that's not normal that you're on holiday. You're meant to be having the best time. That is not normal to have one argument on holiday. Just, but you know, when I just think people can, excuse things in a relationship by saying it's the norm and it happens with everyone mm. I just think don't get hooked on this thing of like you know he came in and changed my life no you were probably in a shit place and he was a distraction and he was yeah you know you might have fan had a crush on him lust all of these things mm -hmm. and that distraction helped you not think about that bad place but that bad place was always there in the background if you were bickering and arguing and you were knowing and pushing each other's buttons that's not a good thing. It's toxic. L learn from it. That's the whole point in this twin flame thing. You know what it actually is, right? I believe that this is a thing, but I think that twin flame is quite a complimentary word for it. Whereas I don't see this as a good thing. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you know what? If we experience it, we experience it. It's part of being alive. It's part of living. But I, th I don't think that experiencing a twin flame as you will is necessarily like they're not your person and it shouldn't be romanticized and I think like twins and flames gives this like impression of this you know electric fiery amazing thing whereas actually I, I would just see that as like a toxic person that you've connected with really amazingly but they're not right for you yeah yeah that's so true the language that we use around um these sort of encounters and yeah god it's such a buzzword now isn't it then obviously like I'd never encountered I I I literally it's so weird because like I've never I've never I don't I've never heard of that phrase twin flame soulmate yeah all the time but twin flame no and I've that's so true I, I think the words that you use from it like 
Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Because, I mean, I definitely, I'm trying to figure out, because when I read it, I was like, oh, I think, have I got any friends that are twin flames? And then I, I was like, all the positives, I was like, yeah, I've got friends that do that. And then the negatives, I was like, no. So hold on a minute. This is because it's a bullshit word that we've just <laughs> created to fucking try and romanticise something again. Do you know what? Why is there a word for everything now? Like, we, <laughs> there was another podcast we did. Oh, honestly. And do you know what? It's such a bloody... I'm sure it's marketing. You know what? Like, we'll have, like, instead of Valentine's Day, we'll have fucking Twin Flame Day next. <laughs> it's just... I don't know what's Sometimes. with me today. I'm a bit angry. <laughs> this this is going to sound really bad as well because I fully believe in, like, what therapy is and I believe in talking to people and I believe in life coaching and I believe in all of the things that are going to make you a happier, healthier, better person. But I do think that... I don't, and I don't mean therapy, like, when I say medical therapy, I mean these, like, sort of holistic therapists that come out and all of a sudden there's a new word for everything and you know I went for a stage where everything was based on like childhood trauma and again I'm not saying that doesn't exist it absolutely does but everything oh what was the other thing like suddenly boundaries was the buzzword and actually people were just being really shit friends to me but they were using boundaries as an excuse and it's like I don't know I just oh toxic positivity again something oh, that God. I think in That's degrees the I was thinking of. yeah yeah <laughs> god girls that you know that was from like over a year ago when we wow. did the episode talking about that it's actually wild but um yeah I think that like these feelings and what goes on exists but I sometimes I just think putting a phrase on it makes it easy for people to jump on then it becomes a buzzword and then often they just become excuses yeah yeah and I completely agree and I think everybody goes through shit in their life but you give them a buzzword and they're like oh no it's because of my inner child trauma which again 100% does exist but like you say Elle it is like giving someone an excuse when for some people it's like no you feel crap now because you're going for a crap time in your life your job's shit you're not earning the money you need to do you know what I mean but actually we we can't blame that on all these other things do you know yeah so I'm going off on one now I'm gonna stop (laughs) I love it I love that Stevie's also taking she's also pacing pacing I know (laughs) I've got like nervous energy do you know what I had a coffee before we did this podcast and I feel like it's having the same effect as alcohol at the minute so what's our final pieces of advice to the listener Uh, uh, my piece of advice would I, uh, it, mm, do you know it's not your soulmate it's not your, your distance if it's not meant to be with your partner this guy is not going to be the one who shows you that you've got to work that out for yourself just keep doing you and keep him as a friend and yeah that's yeah. that I don't even think that you know I don't even think keep him as a friend I think get him out of your life I think treat him like what he is. He's an ex, an ex, and like exes are exes for a reason. You know, I know some people are friends with their exes. You're psychopaths. No, I'm joking. But like, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get it. And I think this is like a two-step thing. He has to be gone. And what I mean is, even like physically, and then in your head, like take it all in, remember the good times, appreciate the lessons that you've learned, and then let it go. You need the exercise that Jade did for us, where we like mentally pushed it out the tops of our heads and then it was gone because I felt like things were gone and then you need to think about your boyfriend that you've got now is he everything that you want to be with are you happy are you settled and if you are amazing 
Or if this is making you questioning things, maybe there's something there that you're not happy with all along. But, you know, do them separately. Let him go first and then think about the relationship that you're in. Totally. And you know what? If you was to actually probably sit down and have a conversation with this person, you might even get the ick because I know you yes. like, you've probably romanticized this and then you sit down and you're like, oh, <laughs> yes. oh. like how I'm... many times has that happened? Oh, you do. Oh you, put, you put people on these pedestals, you put this moment in time in a glass frame and you cherish it forever. And then all of a sudden you, you put up against that person again and you go, oh, what the fuck? What? Well, now we're going to move over to our game. It is finish that phrase. The aim of the game is uh, we go head to head with each other. This week it is Stevie versus Jade. Jesus Christ. Here we go. She's going to read a novel. So today you are going to guess the lyrics to a song. So bad at songs. (laughs) Sorry, Steve. Oh, no, I should have been more strategic because I need Jade to not get this. Otherwise, I'm going to be last. But we're going for it now. Are you ready? Yes. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movie. I know this song, but I can't think of it. I know this song. And I'm not proud of my address. In a torn up town. No postcode envy. But every song's like... I know Every that... song's like gold teeth, grey goose, tripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. We don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams. Oh, Jade. The oh. song is, and we'll never be royals, royals. Doesn't run in our blood. Yes. But for the life of me, I don't know this lady's name. So I'm going to have to go with, Oh, so, well, I think you get a point. No, but you do. You get a point for getting for getting it and finishing it, right? Okay, brilliant! Oh, brilliant! Okay, it's I'm... it's a weird person. It's it, she's got a really <laughs> weird name. No, no, no. What I mean is she's got a weird name. It's not. Oh, what is it? It's not this person, but you know, like Sia or something like that. What yeah. is her name? Yeah. You're gonna both kick yourselves. <sighs> Any guesses, Steve? I'm going to say Lana Del Rey, but I know it's not her. I just can't think of the girl's name. Ray? Well, what? No. Okay. Have you, have you both given up? Yeah. yeah. It's Lord. Oh, Lord, that's it. See, I was, I was almost there with Lana You were on Del the right Ray. track. <laughs> you were on the right track. So oh. one point to Jade. Oh, oh I, I got a point. I'm very I much last. Love Points that. Point. Okay. Leaderboard as it stands. Stevie's over here with 10 points. Ellie is a close runner-up with eight. Jade? No, hold on. Yeah, Jade, I'm coming in close seven. Oh, I thought, right, okay. Right. Girls, I cannot wait to be back in person because I am sure virtual (laughs) has done me dirty on this quite a few times where my Wi-Fi isn't as quick as everyone else's. (laughs) Next week, it will be me versus Ellie. So Stevie will be coming up with it. Um, Yeah. Well done, Elle. That was a great one. Very on topic. I tried for (laughs) once to actually be on topic. Well, that has brought us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send over any questions that you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Also, head over to our TikTok. It's longstoryshortpod to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.